welcome to Going Well Hunting. This is a Hunter Hunter rewatch and recap podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Sky. I use they, them pronouns. I am your other host, Devin. I use he, him pronouns. I'm a third host, Keith. I, for some reason, in inexplicably, this week, out of all weeks, I use they, them pronouns. Holy oh. shit. Well, shit. Well, welcome, they, them. I know. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> twist. I love a good M. Night Shyamalan twist. <laughs> it always gets you. It's always good. There were quite a few twists in this episode. Yeah, there were some yeah, twisted like, things, all right. Uh, yeah, my favorite twist was when uh, Kilua turned that one ant's head upside down. Mm, that was a good that twist. He did do twist. the twist. He did do a little <laughs> bit of a twist there. My favorite twist was when Kite said, I think I can handle this all by myself. And uh-huh. then did that. Uh-huh. Yeah, when he spun around in a big circle, that was also yeah. a twist. Yeah, of. he did a funny little twist. That's so true. He killed like eight of my new best friends, but like, it's fine. It's whatever. <laughs> I'm not mad or bitter. The human pet guy's in this episode, so that's pretty twisted. Uh, yeah, so I've spent the last uh, year staying out of Kinka Pride discourse. Uh-huh. Um, I, <laughs> must, <laughs> I must draw my line. This is not the kind of kink you want to put at pride. That is exactly right. This pup play should not be practiced. If you stomp on someone's head, keep that in the bedroom. Or, you know, do it consensually. Sure. And maybe not hard (laughs) enough to kill them instantly. Sure. Yeah, sure. But it doesn't belong at pride is the point that you're making here. Or in caves. (laughs) 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 Or anywhere for that matter. Hey, should we get into these episodes? Let's do okay. it. Okay. I forget where we start off. We start with a recap, right? Of Gon and Killa being the shit out of Ramon and it being very funny to watch again. I mean, yeah, that's like the yep. little recap. And then... Um, yeah, it's just, I like seen it again. Uh-huh. Um, Kite and our favorite boys arrive at... Um, the the hideout i don't know what they call it at first and it's just like they walk up and it's like this big like looks like just a bunch of kind of like build like it looks like a building but it's carved into rock basically yeah they arrive at the gyro hole yeah i mean they get there and they're like hmm this must be the secret place where the ngl made all of their drugs they're so oh my god i care Uh uh-huh Thank you, NGL, for being a very important part of this series. Yeah, and then Kiloa says, not just not just drugs, and he picks up another gun. Mm-hmm. And he they picks said, up two big old rifles and is like, hey, there's guns here. And they we get Kiloa yes, holding gun again, our favorite new character. That's exactly right. <laughs> they said, yes, Kiloa, we saw that already. We're, I mean, I, you know... You can never have too much of a good thing, I, I say. <laughs> Kilo, we saw those. Kilo, we knew about that. Kilo doesn't need a gun, but if he wants one, he may have one. What's he going to do yeah. with it? I mean... Fight Shadow the Hedgehog. Oh, uh, dude. Shit. Why would they fight? They would be best friends. Yeah, that... Okay, yeah, he's going to be best friends with Sonic the Hedgehog, or with Shadow the Hedgehog. They would be such good friends. It, they really would. Yeah, Anyways. what if Kilua just ran away and joined the Sonic franchise? 
Like he just shows up one day and they're all like, this is I'm building Kilo a prof- the human. I'm building a profile of my Sonic the Hedgehog Suicide Squad team. And now includes <laughs> Killua Zoldic. I will not be elaborating or explaining how he got there. Mm, as one does. Yeah. Sometimes I'll just you say just Blaise need a white-haired anime boy. I I'll mean. just tell him that Blaze the Cat sent them and everyone can say okay. Hmm. Yeah. 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 She can do that. Yeah. She she's proven she can do that. Anyways, they're Blaise wandering the cat through the doesn't cave. Care about dimensional boundaries. Yeah, she's just like, I'll just show up when I want. Yeah. Anyways, they're wandering through the caves and they're talking about drugs and fun things. And then they're just like, anyways, I think there's an ominous presence coming from over there down that cave. You want to keep heading down it? You want to keep fighting, seeing what those ants got in store for us? Mm-hmm. And they come... This is also where I realized that Gon is really buff in this season. Yeah, he is. They yeah, drew him Gon's with arms this time. Yeah, yeah, he's gotten very, very ripped, and he still looks exactly 12, but, like, very weirdly <laughs> ripped, and it's Yeah, so it's that uncomfortable funny. thing where you see, like, a 12-year-old who's a little bit too built, and you're like, are you okay? Like, are your parents nice to you? <laughs> like, I feel like this is, like, child abuse in some way, but I can't tell how. I ought to see Anyways. if they started using a different character designer at any point in this series, because, yeah, they, they do look pretty different from their you know, earlier season uh, designs. It hasn't popped on Killua as much because he's wearing like a long sleeve shirt, like a pretty baggy long sleeve shirt. Mm-hmm. But Gon just kind of has that like, is ready to like fucking bust out any second now. Yeah, he he's ready to bench. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's ready to fucking show how good he can punch. Anyways, they walk down and they come into like a big open cave foyer with three paths in it. And Kite helpfully says, there's an ant coming from the middle one. And they said, yeah, I sent him. And then he goes, there's also an ant coming from the other two. And I say, thanks, Kite. Him and his, what, 42 meters of N are uh, really working for us. Yeah, I have a thing about that. Uh-huh. So Kite goes, uh, they're like, oh, did you sense that with your N? And he's like, yeah, I can have mine go, you know. About up to 45 feet, given certain days and certain conditions and mental strength. That's about as far I can spread it. And I would like to remind everyone, uh, York New City arc, when old man Zeno Zoldic was in a building, and he's like, oh man, I'm going to have to use my end, this sucks. And Silva said, hey, this building is about like 500 feet in diameter, can you muster that? And he said, yeah, easily. Mm-hmm. So you can't have Kite show up and be like, yeah, I can do 45 feet. <laughs> You can't have that be impressive to me anymore. You can't do that. Damn, I, I guess Kite's like not human, on par yeah. with... I guess Kite's not on par with one of the world's best assassins. Damn, power de-escalation. I'm no longer you invested. You could give him like 100 feet, maybe. <laughs> it is just funny because we've heard two exactly. And it's, you know, oh, I could do 1,000 feet easy after that battle that I just said drained me. And then this guy being like, when the day is right, I can go to 45 meters. <laughs> I can go like, to 45. Thanks, bud. Awesome. Good to know. Also, this is a slight spoiler. We meet a character later in the season who's like, I can do mine a mile. Yeah, that's true. Good for them. <laughs> like... Soon, actually. We meet them very soon, and they're like, mine can go a yeah, mile. You, 
But but awesome. you know what? You so, know what advantage Kite has over Xenozoldic? The uh the the radius yeah. from which his legs extend from his hips. He's got long legs and it's pretty cool. Yeah, he does got that height. Zeno Zeno don't got that height on him. He could put yeah. things up on the top shelf and Zeno wouldn't know what to do. <laughs> he looks like a big tall skeleton and it's very sexy. <laughs> He's Jack Skellington. Mm. <laughs> hey, if I know Hunter Hunter came out in 2011. Yes. How why is it that Kite never became a Tumblr sexy man? God, it's true. I it's don't think true. the people who make people into Tumblr sexy mans got to season like the, I don't think they watched. Kimberly they never they, they never got to the season of Hunter Hunter and saw Kite. Yeah. Mm. Those fools. A decent amount of them probably dropped out when the, you know, when when the dub dropped. And, and you know what? A decent amount of them got to Hisuka and said, "Yeah, that's it. That's all." I'm well, doing. that exactly. They they already found their man, and Hisuka's not in this one much, and he's replaced with Kite, who I find much preferable. But you know, this yeah, it's arc- the lack of pedophilia. Well, yeah, um, yeah. It, it sure is. We should um, we should make up a a blog called the Overlooked Tum- Tumblr Sexy Men, and just yeah. go and just fill just it with get, Kite. Yeah, just get really into like. Kite and Doctor Starline and other un- unproblematic faves <laughs> who we yeah, think like there, the, there needs the, to be more horny artwork of. Yeah, the cyber ghost from Scooby Doo Cyber Chase. Yeah. He's also on that list. Mm. Like, come on, we're missing out on some quality Tumblr sexy men right here. Yeah, just because Tumblr is full of cowards who don't see the truth. Yeah, <laughs> and since we're the only ones on Tumblr, we can really make. We, you know, we can, we can really have authority behind our decisions. That's I, exactly right. I could just, like, Tumblr find a now. neat bug outside my house and be like, this is the newest Tumblr sexy man, and everyone on Tumblr will agree with me, because yeah, we will have become authorities. Yeah, I've played that's, Hollow Knight. Yeah, that's kind they of got works. some sexy bugs in Hollow Knight. Yeah. I've seen Grimm. Also, sometimes you see a bug with the caption, this is Tumblr's newest sexy man, and you're like, honestly, yeah. <laughs> I mean, (laughs) (laughs) you're like, okay, if I've checked that, it checks out. I'm I'm moving on. Yeah, let's go. I'll give that a reblog. I don't. I can't wait to put him in a bread aisle. (laughs) Sky, you said that, and I felt just very suddenly confronted with the absurdity of the the bit I was doing, and I was not prepared for it somehow. Get that bug into a bed aisle. I mean, it's true though. Like, it's a good bit. And like... I mean... It has the same energy, but like much eviler as the Make Up A Guy Twitter account. Mm. Like, Make Up A Tumblr Sexy Man. Bug I found outside. (laughs) Bug I found. All I'm saying is at least one person would see it and be like, it will be hilarious if I draw porn of this. It would be so funny if I drew weirdly horny art of this or put this bug in a bread aisle. Ha ha. Ha I love the internet. <laughs> it would be so funny and not at all like weird if I just put this bug near a bunch of Wonder Bread. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And also he was laying a big stinky egg. Mm. I just think it would be funny. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. Why? <laughs> this was your idea. Was it? 
I think it was Keith's idea. <laughs> well, you it's all true. must pay. <laughs> I think we're all we're all at fault here. I think um, I'm not guilty. <laughs> I'm not guilty of anything. Sure, I have no guilt. Anyways, you know, you know speaking what? of Tumblr I mean, not why. <laughs> yeah, I mean compared yeah, I mean compared to the pet play going on, all of us are just pure innocent babes in this yeah, episode I mean, of Hunter Hunter. We're we're talking about all of this to avoid what uh is about to unfold on well, the screen. Speaking of Tumblr sexy men, mm-hmm. we get a horse. I really was all in on this snake centaur. Really? Why? <laughs> um, he's a centaur. Was it just because he's hot? Yes. Okay. Yes. What? This well, <laughs> I hope you're into pup play because, like, no, I'm I'm not into it anymore. Well, that's fine because he doesn't need your consent. <laughs> Anyways, they get to this cave and Kite's done talking about his end and how cool it is. And Mister Horse Sake Centaur Man emerges from the shadows with two new friends. Yeah, they are two naked, emaciated dudes. Both with completely white hair, one with all his hair fallen out. They are walking on all fours, but not in like the normal way. Not in the normal way of like a person walking on all fours. They're doing it on their knees and elbows for some strange reason. Mm. And he has chains around their necks and he's just like, what do you guys see? What is it, boy? Huh? Do you see those two humans over there? Oh, that's cool. It's so pathetic. Like, this whole scene is just like, oh my god. <laughs> Tagashi was on one. Like. Yeah. They're both crying so much. Yeah, they're so, it's, they're snotty. And it's just like, oh yeah, my god. Yeah, it's not god, like that cool cry. So it's not like that cool cry where it's just tears. No, it's like the snotty gross kind where you're like, Ugh. Which makes sense. They yeah. are being, you know. Yeah, they're, they're being tortured. They're being they're human, un- human pet guide. They're under crying. They're like me at the end of Sonic X season three. <laughs> Spoilers for later. <laughs> um, so they get out there and Gon's like, oh, that's fucked up. And Mr. Uh, Mr. Horseman, Yunju, that's what his name is. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the humans goes, please, you gotta help us. This guy's insane. And Mr. Yunju's like, Hey, I didn't say speak. And then he steps on him. Really mm-hmm. hard. Yeah, and instantly crushes the dude to death. And he's like, oh, whoops. Didn't mean to step that hard. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. better kill this other one so I don't have, like, only one dog. Well, yeah, first the the one who's still alive whimpers. And it's very, very, very pathetic and sad and awful. And then, like, and then Yunju goes, yeah, I like that. Keep doing that so I can kill you faster. Yeah, and then he steps, like, on his chest. And Gon is like, oh, this is fucked up. And Kite's like, don't look away. If they shoot a projectile at you, you'll miss it. It's like, oh, my God. This Things that traumatize scene. your 12-year-olds. This is what I'm saying. This kink doesn't belong at Pride. Exactly yeah, This right. kid's traumatized. Also, he's now not going to be able to see the projectile coming for him. So Gon is forced to watch two people die. Kill was kind of okay with it. Um, and he's like, Gon, if you look away, you'll miss the other two that are there. Don't run in, though, because that's exactly what they want. And as he says this, we get cool mosquito bug lady and uh, 10-armed 20-pack... Bug dude, I don't know this dude's name at all. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not sure. I have no idea. I have him as Spider Bone in my. I was gonna say Centipede because he got a lot of arms. Yeah, Centipede Man. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't think he right. has a Anyways. proper name. I just he's, yeah, he's got a lot of abs. Yeah, yeah. he's centipede man now. Many mm-hmm. arms, many abs. Just and hey, just a lot of upper body. Yeah. yeah, and hey, now there's an ant for each of the protagonists right now. Hey, mm-hmm. isn't that convenient? That's so crazy. So, Kite is just like, wow, this is perfect. Go and kill what you take out the two lesser people. I'm gonna get the horse guy. Uh, fight to kill. Do not hesitate. Uh, fuck him up. Yeah. Yeah. And they go, yeah, sure, let's go. Yeah. Um, sort of. Well, Kiloa does. Yeah. This is the funniest fight scene in the entire show. Nothing tops this scene that we're about to explain out here because, oh my God. This is the jokes about like anime fights taking forever because everyone's like strategizing and they're like, well, everything works in anime time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is the one that disproves that rule because every time is flowing normally, everyone's just standing there. Yeah. Yeah. Except Kiloa, who cleans house instantly. Yeah. But then they don't shoot back to Kiloa. The implication <laughs> is he really did just kill that one and then just stand there while the other two, you know, kind of uh, did their thing very slowly. Yeah, he he took out his one and he's like, well, that's my game. He's just playing Game Boy in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like, tag me in if you need. Anyway, yeah, the manga, yeah, they- the manga <laughs> pacing of these fights actually makes a lot more sense. But yeah, I think the way they 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 change it for the anime introduces uh introduces let's say some at least one cinema sins moment that I that I notice. Ding. <laughs> yeah, so the fight kicks off. Kilwa takes a uh, mosquito lady. Gone takes Mister Bugman. Gone and Mister Bugman throw some punches. Uh, that. Doesn't really matter. It's just kind of that. Yeah, he just kind of punches him and goes, oh, wow, He, I need more strength. And then Gon, like, backs his fist up and he gets ready. And then he literally just, just stands, there. stands there. Yeah, just like, stands there. just gets stanced up to ready to looks looks like punch and just stands there. There is a funny moment when he's fighting Mr. Bugman for the first initial punch rush where Mr. Bugman is just kind of like, oh, you tried to fight me. But can you stop my 1,000 punches? And he goes to punch Gon, and Gon just kind of sidesteps to the left. Mm-hmm. Which is incredibly funny that Gon is like, yeah, I'll just move. Anyways, so Gon is now setting up for his focus punch, and this dude is just letting him. Yeah. And, uh, and, we come and back- <laughs> yeah, they do just stand like that for about 15 minutes while, uh, while, while the rest of the episode happens. <laughs> Yeah. It's so funny. We'll get back to it later because there's even more hilarity that goes on with it. Um, so Killua is fighting Mrs. Bug Lady and she's like flying around and she's using her like evil gross stinger hands and Killua's dodging. He's like, huh, so I'm allowed to kill. Well, guess I have to flip the switch back on. Yeah, it's been the, a while the, since I did this. The way that I describe this in my notes is that Killua's pupils disappear and when they come <laughs> back, they're small. Mm. Yeah, Killua pupils disappear and then he becomes full Mega Catboy. Um, lady flies in and goes to attack him and he just pops out a new move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he. Uh, it's called Snake Awakens. There are no uh, no bones in arm. I wrote it in my notes as no arms and bone and I really confused myself for a second there. But uh, yeah. Yeah, there is no the word arms and bone. Yes. Yes. Also, Killua just turns his hands into, uh, he uses Vine Whip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Killua yeah, yeah, yeah. uses Vine Whip. Yeah. Last week he learned Thunderbolt, this week he learned Vine Whip. I think he's cheating. It's, um, yeah, what, what type is he? What's, what are you doing, Killua? 
You, do you, I, you learn some egg moves or something, buddy? He has some fucked up egg moves. I don't even know what's going on here. He's immune to poison, so obviously he has to be steel type. Anyway, he completely rips Anyways. Bugs Lady's arms off. They're just gone. Uh-huh. And Sorry like, about your oh, arms. Well, I'll use the stinger in my mouth. And he's like, well, I'm just going to dodge that. And she's like, uh, so you thought. And she uses a stinger that comes right out of her butt. Mm-hmm. And it hits him in the back. We do get like the tail shot with her like mini skirt. Yeah, their funny camera angle is she stabs him in the back and he's just kind of standing there looking slightly shocked. And she's just like, oh, didn't you know? This is the stinger that has the poison while the camera angle points directly at her ass mm-hmm. the whole time. Uh-huh. Yeah, so she's like, haha, have fun dying, you stupid fucking idiot. And Kilo falls to the ground, obviously dead. Super yeah, dead. super dead. Super, super, dead. super dead. We have every reason to believe that Kiloa would simply die when exposed to poison. Mm-hmm. Anyways, she turns back and for, once again, the most comedic scene, goes and looks at Gone and Bugman just standing completely still on the opposite side of this cave. And she's like, are you guys not done yet? <laughs> she's like, damn, I wonder what's going to happen next. <laughs> She's fully just like, are you not done yet? And then she decides to uh, get that crick out of her neck by just turning upside down. Yeah. And the way yeah, they do the it. Yeah, the shot is very cool. The way they do it is very fun because it's her pers- from her perspective. And then the entire screen just flips. And then it cuts back to her and her head is upside down. You do get a funny little thing where she's just kind of like, oh. Mm-hmm. And Killa is like literally just on top of her, has fully twisted her neck upside down. He daintily hops down and he's like, yeah, sorry, poison has no effect on me. And she's like, oh, and then he just like destroys her. Yeah, he just it goes, you know, we get the like red silhouette filter and like he just beheads her. (laughs) Just just instantly just removes her head and every trace of it from Mm -hmm. existence. So Kilo is done. Kilo did his job and cleaned house. Yeah. And then uh, we got to kite. Who has been standing completely still while staring at a horse man for the last five minutes. Goat is completely still. Kite and Snentar are just staring at each other. Kite is Kite is literally like, ah, it seems Kilowes finished his fight. Excellent. Goan is taking his sweet time. I don't know what's going on there. And and then uh, Goan's opponent says, hey, let's uh, run a simulation in my mind of what I think will happen next. Dude, it unlocked yeah. his mind palace. I, I think... I think before that, we do get a quick cut to a scene of Ramut, who, is, who, who continues dying. Oh, yeah. We do, interspersed with this episode, get Ramut, who is still shitting and farting at his asshole. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's still in a cave, just going like, <laughs> But in this scene, we do get to see his hand glow a little bit, and it's funny. And we go, hey, what could that mean? Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. Anyways, and we then, cut back. Yeah, and then and then we cut back to Gon in the centipede, and the centipede has, you know, busted out his next gen console and is playing the hottest new, uh, the hottest new game, Biting Gon Sim Twenty Twenty One. So ninety seven percent on Metacritic. That's fucking respectable. <laughs> this dude. That's exactly right. Sees Gon, stands up, clearly looking like he's about to punch, and he's like, Ah, I know. This kid's obviously going to throw a punch. There's nothing else he can do. So I shall now run the simulation. And we get an entire recreation of this dude jumping in, 
Gone punching half his arms off. So, and then him still just... And him just biting Gone and being like, and then I'll inject my venom. I'll win. Excellent. <laughs> in this simulation, he is fully willing to employ no strategy in running up and just getting all of his arms blown off. Yeah, that's half his fucking arms. Yeah. He's like, ah... I shall now lose my arms. And I'm like, dude, just throw a rock at him. This is just so weird. Like, it's this whole simulation thing where this guy's like, ah, I'll be very clever and I'll think ahead to what'll happen next. <laughs> he watched He watched Killua's fight and, you know, he saw that, he saw his, he saw the other bug use the strategy of just losing her, her arms. And he's like, I want to try that, but maybe it will work for me this time. I... <laughs> And it's funny, too, because... Just throw a rock at him. He's just standing there. It doesn't even go straight from the simulation to the fight. It, like, he runs no, the simulation, the and then we cut to Kite, like, questioning yeah. this, like, snake centaur guy. He's like, why are you here? Why aren't you with your nest or whatever? Like, it's Yeah, like- snake centaur man gets tired of standing here because he's also realized they've been standing for, for 10 minutes just staring at each other. <laughs> And he's like, hey, can we fight now? Can we do something? Oh, yeah. Also, also very importantly, the centipede does say, man, this kid's got giving off some scary energy. Uh, I, I would I would probably run away from this fight. But uh, but my boss is but my boss would kill me then. Uh, pay attention yeah. to this. It, it will be cinema sins later. Mm. Yeah. Yunju does fully just go, hey, dude, what are you doing? Like, when Bugman is just standing there, he's like, hey, dude, what are you, are you going to do something? He's just standing there. Kill him. So, Kite starts taunting this dude. He's just like, so what are you doing this? Why aren't you with your nest? And he's like, oh, well, I'm going to enslave all the humans and become ruler of the world and have all humans as my pets. And Kite goes, sounds cringe. And Horseman doesn't like that. Yeah, he basically was like, yeah, I'll, like, I'm going to rule. I, I ate the king or I, you know, sent the king to be eaten by the queen. So he's not here now. And I'm just going to rule the entire world from here. And Kite's like, not if you treat your pets like that, basically. Like, it's like, what are you talking about? He owned him with facts and logic. I guess. So Centaur Man immediately tries to charge in and Kite does some jukes. Kite breaks his ankles in this. Like, Kite knows some jukes. He has some moves. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. does a funny little spin. He does a twist. See, there it is again. Yeah. A twist around the centaur man. Centaur man falls over. He gets up and he gets like, he's like, oh, I'm so mad. I'm so pissed. Here I come again. And Kite just kind of jumps over him mm-hmm. and lands on his ass. And mm-hmm. then he he summons a funny little guy. Mm-hmm. He summons a funny little guy who we've seen before. It's crazy slot clown. Mm-hmm. And the crazy slot count says, hey, why do you only summon me when you're in trouble, idiot? You should better respect me more. And Kite's just like, please shut up. Please, I please, I don't want to talk to you right now. Please just give me the fucking weapon. He's like, please just roll your numbers. And crazy slot count goes, okay, well, I have a, t- I have a slot machine in my mouth that goes from one to nine. Which one are you going to get? Yep. And he gets four. And Kite goes, what a fucking awful choice. Mm-hmm. And it's just the gun again. He didn't put any good any good things in there. He didn't put any good things in there. So it's just the gun again, and Horseman is charging a kite, and Kite just shoots him. That's it. Yeah. Yep. Kite End of that. That's it. 
That's yep. it. Like blows his head away. It's kind of, it's a cool dramatic shot or whatever, but yeah, he just shoots him in the head. He just shoots him. Um, and yeah, we got from there to, um, our, our favorite, uh, centipede man figured out the simulation slide. It's now been 20 minutes and Gona's still standing perfectly still charging up focus punch. And mm-hmm, Bugman mm-hmm. says, I'll finally take my turn. <laughs> so he's like, I have run the simulation. I am ready to to enact my plan. And he jumps in and Gon goes, yes, here's my chance. And he says, John, Ken. And the guy goes, what a fucking idiot. I'll simply block. And Gon just cuts him in half. Yep. He yeah. has a sword, turns out. And Bugman goes, how could I have foreseen this? Anyways, Gon... He chuts the dude in half, and the dude's part of his body falls to the ground. Mm-hmm. His head's on the ground, and Gon is just kind of standing there, getting ready to fully come back up from cutting him in half. Yeah. And Centipede Man's like, <laughs> I actually wanted to get my ass kicked on purpose. Yeah. Now your neck is fully exposed, you moron. Yeah, so- This is perfect, just like in my simulation. <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly like the simulation. He still gets the neck. So yeah, Gon is like standing up and Centipede Man, like as Gon, like the second his neck is just visible enough, he like launches at him and like tries to bite him in the neck and then gets shot in the head. <laughs> and then also gets shot in the head. <laughs> hey, hey, here's hey, here's a question. Centipede Man was talking about running away earlier and uh-huh. only didn't do it because his he was worried about repercussions from his boss. Uh-huh. 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 His boss died, and then he still tr- and then he still tried to hit Gon, well, you knowing see, that he would probably at least lose all of his arms. Well, you see, he ran the simulation, so yeah. he knew he couldn't lose. He knew that yeah. he would only lose half of his arms, but he would get a tasty, tasty bite of Gon flesh. He would get a tasty bite of Gon flesh, and then he would uh, reap the rewards of Killua and Kite still perfectly fine. Yep. So, you know, ding! <laughs> Ding. Ding. This guy's not a thinker. He's a actually he is a thinker. He ran the simulations. Oh, that's true. <laughs> mm, yeah, not a very good one. So, so now we get <laughs> crazy slot talking about crazy slot. Yeah, they're like, hey, that's the gun you shot at us before, and crazy slot's like, I'm crazy slot. I have a slot machine in my mouth. It goes from one to nine, and you better respect me. And they're like, wow, it talks. And Kite just goes. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, he's like, it's so aggravating. Crazy Slot says, Crazy Slot says, we're we're gonna have a very fun time seeing all the different weapons that Kite has as at his disposal over, you know, successive fights of, of increasing difficulty. Mm-hmm. And they go, he's like, hey, can you just leave now? I, I don't really talk to you. And they're like, so it talks, huh? And he's like, I, apparently. And they're like, you can't choose the weapon that comes out. And he's like, no, it's incredibly aggravating and I hate it. Yeah, we get the same speech twice too because he does say here, I believe, he's like, yeah, it gives me the weapon and then I can't get rid of it until I use it. It's so aggravating. And then later he's going to say the same thing about the next weapon that he gets, which is a pretty badass weapon. I, would, I Like, we'll, we'll get there. My but favorite he does detail do about the same Kite. speech twice where he's just like, I have to use the weapon. Even if I hate it. This it's is so my favorite detail about Kite, who definitely made this ability when he was like fucking 15. And was like, I'm going to make a funny clown that randomly chooses my weapons for me. And I can't get rid of them until I use them. And it's going to be so powerful because I'm going to have all these rules and stipulations on it. It's going to be so cool <laughs> and fun. And I'll never get bored of it. 
And you know that now he's just kind of like a full grown man just being like, God, I hate this so much. God, I just want to be able to choose like a scythe when I want it. I just want a fucking inventory. Oh. I just want to be able to choose my inventory. I hate these fucking. He's like, it's it's even worse when we learn, uh, you know, more about the origins of of Kite's power, which are still pretty vague. But it Kite is 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 definitely getting trolled by his own Nen power. I know it's so fucking funny. Good for him. <laughs> I love the idea of like a full grown dude who's like, yeah, I used to be an anime protagonist. And I made a fun power, and I hate it. <laughs> I, I hate what I did to myself. So he's like talks about how his power is aggravating. Go and kill her. Just like then, why did you make it right? And they're like, I don't get this. But they wander off, and then we get the fun trio. Yeah, my my boyfriend Hagyu is back. Yeah, we get my boyfriend Hagya and his thruple, mm-hmm. the other pair of his thruple. Tagashi was into thruples this era of his life. Yeah. He was really into the idea of thruples. Mm-hmm. So it's cute little dog, whatever girl. I don't know is what she animal she is. she supposed to be a dog? I literally, she's just a girl with fangs. Like, I have literally no clue what animal she's supposed to be other than girl. Um, there's dragonfly dude and there's cool lion man who i am going to say hi to every time i see right yeah and they're talking about like ah we got reports of three rare humans who just beat yunju and his gang wow they must be really neat i can't wait to eat them and they're all like yeah we're gonna fucking munch and crunch on those guys one for each of us Mm -hmm. and um Yeah, Kite's, Kite, we go back to Kite, and he's like, wow, you guys are powerful or whatever. You're like 12, but, you know, you know you're getting there, I guess. Um, and then, like, that's kind of it. And then we go to Ramat, and um, he is, um, well, it's, it's we go to Peggy and Colt first, and they're having a conversation, but then Colt looks off with a special eyes and goes, something's wrong. And uh, one of the guards, like, they go over and the guard is literally just sitting in front of him and, like, pointing in there. And, like, it's so funny. The guard is so cute in there. He's just like... I love the cute little ant guards who don't look like people or animals. They just look like tall bugs. And they're just kind of sitting in the background with nothing to do other than just kind of watch. And they're just kind of like, hey, so what the fuck's going on over there? Yeah, and then uh, we we see Ramat, and he is just overflowing with with aura. Yeah, his micropiles, they're big and wide now. Mm. They're open. Mm. His midichlorians are fucking off the charts. Isn't he supposed to be, like, learning to, like, harness that? Like, not just letting it free flow? No, it's fine. It's fine. Let him pass out. (laughs) It's fine. It's like like when they opened the micropiles on Kone's son, and he was totally fine. Yeah. Remember when they did that in the 1999 where they just gave like a random like fox bear nen abilities? Oh. Do you not remember that? No. Why not? The 99? Yeah. Yeah, I think that was in the part where I, I was No, you were there. That's when they go back to Whale Island. That's a funny episode where Killua is really on that I have to kill kind of thing right now. Oh! Yeah, where he sees the injured fox bear and he's like, kill, kill, kill. <laughs> And yeah. Gon's like, no, you can't kill. And he's just like, must kill. Uh-huh. For like no reason whatsoever. Yeah. For yeah, like no, no that was reason. Fun. Yeah, remember that? I remember when Kilo was just a murder baby. <laughs> For like no reason. <laughs> For literally none. They just dropped that immediately. Uh-huh. Um, 
yeah, that's basically episode. Peggy and Cole are like, uh, whoa. That's yeah, and Ramat's being weird. Yeah, he's like, hey, 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 I'm evil now. He's like, man, I feel so great. And the narrator's just like, oh, fuck, they got Nen. <laughs> the narrator's like, this shit just broke bad. Just like, hey, remember when they got guns and I said, this is the worst things could possibly get? Uh-huh. Anyways, they got Nen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so that's um, that's episode. And then- um, You guys like ladybug metaphors? Yeah. I love, yeah, I love get- it. We get some themes in the next episode. We start with um, our, our favorite uh, Gilf Energy man, Netero. No, we start with a bureaucratic, uh, what seems to be a UN person. Mm. And he's on the phone with our favorite Gilf Energy man, Netero. And he's like, yeah, so I give you free reign to commit whatever war crime you need to get rid of these ants. And Netero's like, whatever war crime? And he's like, yeah, sure. And he slaps the window that a ladybug is sitting on for like no reason. Yeah, exactly. So you can understand the themes. Yeah. Um, and the ladybug flies off somewhere, and we go back to Netero, who's like, hmm, any means. And there's just kind of a ladybug sitting on his wall? It's it's on, like, the outside of his window, too. Yeah, and he pays a no mind. He, he literally doesn't even notice it or care. Yeah. And he also does say, like, what he, well, he kind of says, like, what a drag. Like, you know, this is, if they're really calling us in, like, we gotta, I guess I gotta go down there, you know? <sighs> I guess I gotta flex some of this gilf energy. And then we cut to uh, Kite's group of friends who we know so much about. Remember them? Mm-hmm. They were like from two episodes ago. Yeah. And they respect the bug. Yeah. Yeah. They remember about- Stick Dinner and Spinner Clow and Lynn and, and, and Banana, the one with the bubble gum. That's right. And Banana. How could you ever forget about Banana? <laughs> I would never. Anyways. They're talking about the Khmer ants and how fucked up they are. They're no, like, wait, Damn. I got that wrong. Banana Sp- Spinner is the one with the bubble gum. Banana is the one with the Itadori Yuji cut. <sighs> yes. It'd be so cool if Itadori Yuji was in this show. It, it'd be pretty <laughs> sick. It'd be pretty fun if Itadori Yuji was also here for no reason. <laughs> Wouldn't it be fucked up if he just showed up? Wouldn't it be really cool if he just showed up? Yeah, sure. He's also going to be on my Suicide Squad Sonic team. Mm. I bet he would be really strong even without Nen powers. Yeah, kind of like he breaks a lot of Olympic records for no reason. Yeah. 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 Anyways, so they're talking about the fucked up system that is the uh, Ant system. And they're like, okay, so there's the queen, there's the royal guard, there's like the squad leaders, and then there's like the captains, and they're the drones from there. And they're like, so... What happens then? And they're like, well, the queen gives birth to a king. And then the royal guards go work for that king. And all the other ants just stay with the queen as she births more kings. Mm -hmm. And then the king finds something to mate with. And then he makes a queen. And that queen makes a nest. And then they just kind of propagate out from there. And they're like, "Uh uh-oh. Yeah. They're like, "Uh Uh uh-oh. 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 Well, as long as we kill the queen immediately... And I say, yeah, that'll definitely happen. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I didn't see the intro. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, we get we get themes with the ladybugs here where, like, the big boss just wants, he he wants to kill the bugs. Something about themes. Something about themes. Netero does not give a shit about the bugs. Yeah, Netero is just like, well, so if it's a job. And then I guess the hunter researchers respect bug and that's why they're doing research. Something. You know? As they talk about exterminating the queen. Yeah, but you know. Yeah. They respect it. They, I, I don't know, I guess. Yeah. That's my best take. Um, 
Yeah. And the moral of the story is that ants are terrifying. Once again, this is, you know, a good horror trope of just, hey, what if we took this real life thing and made them really big? Well, the and thing then about just talks about the real facts of ants. They are real life terrifying. Exactly. That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. What if they were just big? Anyways, you remember Ramot and how awful he is? Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. He's, he's no longer dying. In fact, now, now. He's never he's, felt more alive. He's feeling fresh to death. Yeah. He's feeling great right now. He is just radiant. He is fucking glowing, one yeah, could say. Yeah, and he, he's he's really feeling it. And um, Colt, Colt has a very bright idea. He comes up and he says, hey, punch me. <laughs> right in the fucking face. Just fuck my shit up, bro. Just fuck it up. Hey, bro, I need you to fuck my shit up. And Ramat's like, oh, God, thank you for asking. I was going to do it anyway, but yeah, let's go. Yeah, and Peggy's in the back like, what the fuck? And Colt is like, I think it might give me superpowers. And Ramat's like, yeah, okay, I'm not going to hold back. And Colt's like, yeah, don't. It'll, it won't work then. And then we get the wind-up. The most dramatic wind-up. He <laughs> bends all the way backwards. <laughs> I tried to recreate this wind-up when I saw it. There's no way you can generate power coming out of that windup. Yeah. No. Your fucking ankles hurt so goddamn much. Yeah, there's, I mean, he like fully just bends back. We get the upside down headshot and everything. It's so funny. He's, He's like, fucking what? losing it though. He loves this shit. He's like, I can't wait to punch my bitch of a boss. Yeah, Ramoth has gone absolutely mad with power very quickly. And I can't wait to see all the other ants lose lose control too. It's going to be very fun. Ramat goes mad with power very quickly, and I can't wait to see him get a shit kicked in. Uh huh. Anyways, um, yeah. So we cut from here to uh, cool man Hagia over his funny phone, being like, "Hey, everybody, you want to go get some guys for me? You want to you want to go get some people for me? There are three of them. Uh, capture them, dead or alive. Uh, I just want to nunch on them." Yeah, I want to crunch, I want to munch. He's like, oh yeah, we found the special humans. And then like after he's done broadcasting, he's like talking to his buddies and he's like, they're not going to actually stop him. They're just going to stall him. And then we're going to go in and we're going to fucking eat him. They're like, yeah, there are enough captains for a decent fight, but they won't win. Yeah. They will just, we'll just pick up the scraps when they're done. Mm-hmm. And uh, then, yeah, we're, we kind of cut. There's a frog with glasses and he is um, he's my best over friend. It. He's very, very good. The the glasses do not touch his eyes whatsoever. Um, and he, we get a lot of really good character design in this scene, but they, he's like up on a cliff and he sees Kite and Kite sees him and he kind of stops. And then he reala- Kite realizes that they are completely surrounded. Yeah. Great job on that, Kite. Yeah. Um, you looked at the frog, but you didn't notice the 50 other people surrounding you. Come on, dude. Them 45 meters really ain't doing you any good here. <laughs> 45 meters ain't doing shit, huh? Anyways, so Kite has landed. Kite is in the building. Uh, the frog is now here. And he's like, I brought all my friends. And you guys have three options. One, fight. Three, two, attempt to escape. Or three, give up. But we don't like that third one. So that's basically the gist. Yeah, he, yeah he, and Kite's like... That's great. We love this list of options. We'll take number one, please. Yeah, he's like... The, the, you, know, you know, we just finished a string of one-on-one fights. I think we're on a roll with this with this format, actually. <laughs> yeah, tournament arcs. Because the guy comes up and he's like, you have to fight us one-on-one or run away and then we'll just kill you. Or 
surrender and we won't like that either so we're gonna fight one-on-one and it's like okay <laughs> it's like i all right whatever and kite turns around and he's like yeah this is kind of perfect we probably like if they were all ganging up on us that wouldn't really work. that wouldn't go well i Good do have these guys questions about this this um this culture of chimera ants they got the human will and identity stuff. Literally, this is one generation old in their species. And they're already like, no, we will not attack you all at once as a hive as one. We will individually, <laughs> we will individually, even though there are like 40 of us and three of you, we will do individual fights until we take you down. Yeah, it's funny. I love how quickly this all broke down. Yeah. Um, the queen needs to, the queen needs to like fucking micromanage a bit more. Stop thinking about how much you want to get pregnant. I think she's expecting Colt to do that. And Colt is a wimp. Yeah. Colt is currently getting his face bashed in. Yeah. Colt just has a stick up his ass and he's very whiny. Yeah. Um, so we get, um, a a nice, um, (laughs) Tevin described it as a, uh, Scooby Shaggy fusion. And he's I hanging out. I love with this the... dude. There is a, scru- a scruffy little dog man hanging out near the frog guy. Uh, and he just looks like the perfect combination between Shaggy and Scooby. Like if someone just had them do the fusion dance, this is who you get. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And I can't describe this good. man in any other way. He, he, he He's like... He's my stoner boyfriend. Yeah, he just looks like a stoner. <laughs> like he's got like the baggy bangs that cover his eyes and shit. It's good. It's good. It's good character design. Man, I, I bet Shaggy's persona is a dog like Scooby. I like that for him. Hey, did you? Did I ever tell you about the? I told Sky about this. Have you seen Scooby's human sona? Canonical? No. 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 You've never seen Scooby's human canonical Sona? No, I haven't. See, I, I feel like I'm hearing this for the first time, so I must have wow, blocked you it out. Wow, blocked that out hard then. Yeah. Scooby also, human. I'm going to share while Devin's looking this up. Yeah? Um, Devin and I have been strong proponents for years of the theory that Scooby is just um, Shaggy's friend. Suit? Well, yeah, Shaggy's friend and boyfriend who is in a fursuit 100% of the time. I, I like that. Oh for yeah! Him. Oh yeah! You did send that to me. Yeah, I yeah. did show you that. Yeah, because you know sometimes you're watching and you're like, "Why is he in school?" And then you're like, "Oh right, because he's a child and everyone around him is just like, yeah, this is fine.'" And it is. Yeah, he's just having a great time. He's just in a first. He's just living his life. Oh my god! I, are you looking up picture of Scooby Doo human? No, not yet. But I did just have the idea that you you know how at the end of Scooby Doo. They always pull off the mask, and it's just a guy underneath. It's foreshadowing. It's foreshadowing for when Scooby Doo gets his mask pulled off. Mask off. Yeah, no. There's there will be a touching episode one day where they pull off Scooby's mask, and he's like, "Listen, I know we go around pulling off everyone's masks, but this mask makes me feel safe, and I'm not terrorizing anyone with it." And then, like, all of the monster people go to like support therapy or whatever, and they realize they just like dressing up as monsters. Yeah, they're just, I am, they just like I, it. Wow, I am seeing this Scooby Doo human sona <laughs> from scooby-doo.fandom.com and yeah okay uh-huh. yeah that they, <laughs> they, they really just they really just made him a person huh <laughs> that's canonical baby that's from a movie damn that's the same movie where we learned that fred nearly killed like 50 people scooby-doo movies are whack 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, and you know, just 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 looking at the rest of this Google, uh, you know, just l- looking at the rest of this Google Images result page, which was a mistake. I am seeing a very pregnant Velma, so I'm closing <laughs> this window. Oh no! Oh, I see two pregnant. I see a pregnant Velma and a pregnant Daffy. Hooray! Aw, they get to raise their kids together. We love the wow, internet. There's a lot going on the farther I scroll into this. There's a lot of Scooby-Doo and Preg. Oh. There's like a surprising amount I am seeing in this. What? Okay. Maybe maybe I'm asking the wrong questions of the internet, but what about Scooby-Doo makes you think pregnancy kink specifically? I don't. You know, it might not be pregnancy kink. It might be feeder kink because they always eat food and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're 100% right. That's it. Because Shaggy always eats too much and then he gets a huge food belly. And And they say, what if that was on Velma? That does lead. Yeah, that does go very easily into the the pregnancy kink. Yeah, some kids got very sweaty watching that. Yeah, that we figured it out. Well, I'm glad we went on this little journey so we don't have to talk about like Ramat. Um, yeah, real quick though, remember yeah. when we found out that one of the Hex Girls was 116th Wiccan and that's why she had magic powers? Just putting that out there because that's still like... Scooby-Doo is a great series <laughs> that refuses to ever think about anything it says. Yeah, ever. yeah. Anyways. You gotta love it. We're going on 101 fights and they're like, who will go first? And Gon and Killer are both like, I will at the same time. And then and they play very dramatic. They play funny rock, paper, scissors. And I say, Killua, why are you playing rock, paper, scissors against a kid whose power is rock, paper, scissors? Gone wins, obviously, and he goes first. And the Khmer ants reveal they have like a little lottery. They have a little bug and he comes forward and he shakes this little box and the card comes out and it's and they're like, okay, number six or whatever. It's your turn. It's like, why do you have this? They have a lottery. I love that. <laughs> Anyways, a funny little armadillo man walks up. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's uh, he comes up and Gon is like, hey, let's establish some rules for the fight. And the armadillo's like, no, I'm going to kill you and eat you. And he's like, okay, that's fair enough. But if I beat you, you don't have, you don't have to die if you don't want to because I don't want to eat you. And the armadillo is like getting furious at this, just sitting there building rage at Gon being like, okay, so if you want, you can surrender. That's okay. Well, that'll be the fight and I'll still win. To be fair, how would you react if you're like a full-grown armadillo monster man and a 12-year-old walks up to you and says, hey, buddy, I don't want to be mean or anything, so I'll give you this. When I kick your ass, I won't kill you and eat you. Does that make you feel good? I mean, I don't know. I I don't think I can relate enough to the experiences of the giant armadillo man. Let me say this. If a 12-year-old who was suspiciously jacked walked up to you and said, hey, man, I won't kill you during this fight if you allow me to. Um, I don't know. I don't think I would fight a suspiciously Jack twelve-year-old. See, yeah, this That's this when is why you leave. this is why you don't pick fights with children. If That's they're exactly jacked, right. they might kill you. If they're jacked, they might kill you, and if they're not, I mean, twelve-year-olds can kick pretty hard. Yeah, 12-year-olds are fucked up. Like, yeah. They have no morals. That's ex- I mean, yeah, you're 12 years old. <laughs> you don't know anything. <laughs> They'll fucking kill you. Yeah. A, a, real tr- a real 12-year-old wouldn't agree to spare your a life. A real 12-year-old would be like, I am going to tear you apart right here, old man. That's exactly right. 
anyways, this funny armadillo man is like, I'm going to fucking kill you, kid. And he does his armadillo thing and becomes Sonic the Hedgehog for a second. Yeah, he, he does a, yeah. a, a funny little roll attack. And then um, he goes at him and goes like, oh, shit. Um, he came straight at me, but I dodged. And then he's like, oh, yeah, we'll try to dodge this. And we figure out that he has a little... Uh, a tail? Yeah, he has a tail. So he can he's dirigible. Yeah. Yeah, he can just... We thought he was doing a spin dash, but it turns out he was actually doing a Sonic Adventure 1 spin dash, and the controls are really tight in that game. He really... He played a lot of Sonic Adventure 1 to learn this ability. He spent... When developing this ability, he spent hours thinking of Sonic Adventure 1. And so... Damn, me too. (laughs) So he rolls at Gon again, and Gon's like, oh, I'll simply dodge to the left again. It's easy. And when he does, the guy just, like, changes directions instantly and hits Gon, and everyone's like, ah, what a powerful move. Gon should, that'll really fuck Gon up. Kite's like, I see, there's no way to escape the roll. Gon is in trouble. And Gon is just kind of fine. Yeah. Yeah, the armadillo is like, why the fuck aren't you puking your guts out right now? He says, I love to see it. I really Please love show me it. I really want to see your organs come out with a plop, is he's, what he says. He says, please, I really want to see it. Just show me the gut pics. <laughs> Gon gets very angry and he says, Sonic Adventure 1 had a lot of ambition and high concept ideas for the series, but the j- but the jankiness of the gameplay ruins the experience. And then he goes on to win the fight. He says, Compared to the time I played Sonic Adventure 1 with Razor, you're nothing. <laughs> so, Mr. Armadillo Man gets... <laughs> Razor using speedrun strats. <laughs> Razor definitely did use speedrun strats. Armadillo Man gets angry because Gon's like, you ain't shit, little man. And he becomes an armadillo and runs really fast, rolls really fast at Gon, building more speed. And Gon just kind of stances up. Uh-huh. And our little man freaks out for a second. It's very cute. He comes out of his role. He's like, huh? Yeah, he like jumps up into the air out of his role, but then he just goes right back in and starts rolling again. And he's like, I'm I'm building I'm building fucking speed. Here I go. Yeah, he sa- he says, check out this drop dash. I also played Sonic Mania. <laughs> <laughs> and he hits Gone, and Gone just kind of catches him. Yeah. And he just grabs him. And then he grabs just- him real hard. And Gon's just like, compared to Razor's spike, this ain't shit. Yeah. And then he just crushes the armadillo to death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we get a very funny reaction shot of Kite just looking mildly surprised, like, oh. Yeah, Kite is like, what the fuck? And then all of the chimera ants are around, like, what the fuck? <laughs> they're like, oh, <laughs> he just, shit, he dude. He just squished that guy. And Gon's like, anyways, next. Yeah, and Killa's just like, okay, it's my turn. <laughs> Killa's like, my turn! Killa bunches out and they're like, oh, um, uh, okay, who's number 13? Where's number 13? And a big rhino man wanders out and he's just like, huh, that guy was trash. And Gon's like, what did you just fucking say? Yeah, and Rhino Man's super like, mad that the guy he just killed got called trash after he died. <laughs> rhino Man is just like, I said he was trash. I'm like 10 times stronger than that guy. And Killa's like, oh, well, that's fine. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's like, can you bring me someone a hundred times stronger? Like, what are we? What are we at here? Like, come on! And then Kite sort of has like this weird like inner monologue where he's like, "Well, they're at their best in battle. This should be fine." But I feel like I'm missing something. As a giant red mist yeah. pours out over the field, and Kite's just like, 
Why do I feel like an ominous feeling in the air? Hmm. Must be nothing. What is this red mist that surrounds me? And it turns out it's Raman's belly rolls a thousand miles away. <laughs> Please stop talking about Raman's belly rolls. That this is where we get the, the belly rolls. It really just the does cut to Ramit going, Woo, I feel so alive. And we get a long cut of his belly rolls, and then it just cuts back to Kilo's fight. Yeah. It's almost comedic, but it's so not. Like it's dramatic, and it's like, what's happening here? <laughs> It really does just frame his his tummy front and center, huh? Mm-hmm. The director really made a choice to center those rippling abs. Yeah, because he's like flexing his power. He's like, oh, I have control over this energy, Peggy. And he does like a funny little like one-legged, like complete leggy up in the air. And he comes back down from in front of Peggy and he's just like, look how cool I am. And he just stands directly in front of this little penguin man and rumbles his belly. Yeah, he starts belly dancing. He's like, <laughs> okay. And Peggy's just like, all right. <laughs> so can we go figure out what this is? Like, what what's going on here? And fucking, fucking Colt is like dying in the fucking corner. <laughs> He's yeah. just like, hey, remember, remember Zazan brought another one in? Maybe he's not eaten yet. <laughs> You're just fucking dying in the corner. He looks like shit. He looks like utter shit. He really does. So he's dying in the corner and they're like, wow, cool. Well, we're going to go find that human while you die over here. Have fun. Uh-huh. And then we cut back to Kilo and it's time for his claw attack. Yeah, Kila does some funny rhythm echo and uh, cool Rhino Man charges and misses, obviously, because he used double team. Uh-huh. And Kila runs in and used claw attack on Rhino Man, but Rhino Man's like, haha, my defense is way too high for that idiot. Mm-hmm. And Kila's like, all right, well, uh, watch this. And then he just kind of like zaps him in that same spunt spot a bunch. And then kind of waits until his armor cracks and Rhino Man's like, uh, uh, uh. And then Killa just stabs and kills him. Yep. Yeah, that's how that fight goes. And he's like, so do you guys have anyone like 10 times stronger than that guy so I can actually do something or... Uh And this is where Funny Frog Man says, okay, enough of the counts. (laughs) Just enough of this. Enough. (laughs) Enough. I've decided that fighting one-on-one sucks. I'm going to fight one-on-one. So who's... I've decided that RNG sucks. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do gonna it. I'm just going to go in. I've decided I hate roguelikes. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I never get the boons I fucking need? Anyways, I'm going to run in. I'm going to do this. And Kite wanders in. He's like, okay, well, I guess it's my turn. Uh, so I'm going to summon my funny clown. And he's going to give me, oh, what's this? Number nine. Oh, well, all right. Hey, Gone Killua, in a few minutes, can you like... Duck. Yeah, he he has this scythe, and it's like it's huge and fucking circling him, and he just like is walking towards them. And Kilo is like, "Damn, that scythe is kind of nasty." And then like <laughs> Kite is like, "Hey, in three seconds, jump!" And then <laughs> just winds up. And all this time, he's just walking, and they're like, "Oh, that scythe's pretty nasty." And the Frogman is just like, "Why do I get a very bad feeling? I feel like I felt like this before. What's going on?" And uh, Kite winds up and then he does a fun little spin and the title card says Waltz of Death. Uh-huh. And everyone just kind of like, their their bodies just do that. Yeah. Yeah, it like, so it go, it, he, he does this thing and there's like a tornado blast that shoots straight up to the moon. And then like, it comes back down and then everyone's body just like, 
explodes at midpoint like the it, it like like the moon destroyed them it's very cool it's fucks it whips ass and then uh yeah like frog they're all like- fucking dead they all just get sliced in half and the frog is like oh yes this is like death i've died before and he remembers getting eaten by the queen and that's that's the end <laughs> and they're like uh so going to kill her like uh what was that and he's like uh it's a super annoying ability it's called the scythe. I can't get rid of it until I literally do that. Anyways, can we leave now? He's like, I kind of hate this power. the only thing I can do with it. And, you know, you have to do it or you can't do anything else. It's such a drag. It's such a drag. And they're like, why did you make that ability then? Uh-huh. <sighs> yeah. Yeah? They kind of hate all that. And then... Um... <laughs> There's a thing where Kite is, like, thinking about Gone and how, like, he is mad about these creatures not caring about each other. And he's like, what would happen if one of these creatures cared for another? And Gone says, well, that would never happen. Ha ha. Ha ha. Ha ha. Ha ha. We're very worried about that. Gone said, I will never have to face the consequences of my actions or think about morality. I'm 12. I'm 12. I'm 12. And so as they're kind of walking away, we get like our last shot of the episode is, um, is our, our favorite tiger boyfriend. And he is like, it just like does a flash of his eyes as the end card. Like, oh yeah, he's watching all of this go down. And the narrator is like, off they go to prevent the birth of the king. They will be successful. I didn't watch the opening. I'm sure they'll be fine. I did not watch the opening. It's fine. It's going to be completely normal. It's going to be super great. It's completely normal and I did not watch the opening. No one spoil it for me. So that's episodes. Mm -hmm. Uh Mm-hmm. Should we go for too many gones? Yeah, let's see what all those other gones are doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So... Uh, so in the manga, the manga just kind of gets straight to the fighting. We don't really get the scene with, um, with Netero talking to the UN or whatever. It is like, yeah, it's, once again, they continue to be adding scenes to the anime. Um. Oh, we don't get themes? (laughs) We, we don't get themes, unfortunately. Hunter Hunter has no themes. Um. Thank God. Also, there are two fights that are just, like, done completely off-screen in the manga. The fight <laughs> between, um, Kite and the centaur, uh, he, yeah, that just basically happens, like, yeah, uh, it, the, 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 the way they show it is interesting, because, like, we don't see the gun, the clown gun, until, like, Kite, like, shoots the centipede in the head, and then it's just like, oh, he killed the centaur totally off screen, very quietly, he was so badass that no one noticed his big anime fight. And this is also the first time that we're seeing his weapons, so, like, we just kind of see Kite having won the fight with this big, ridiculous clown gun in his hand, and it kind of owns. I love their refusal to actually show Kite doing anything. (laughs) And then also the Killua fight with the Rhino Man is off screen. That's just like, oh, Killua won. Yep, that's pretty much what we expected. (laughs) Killa, did you expect me to have a hard time or? Yeah. Right. Yeah, and then and then the scene with the uh, research with the biological survey team, 
We also see that where they explain, like, the hierarchy of the ants, but that happens, like, a little later in the order of events, and Mm -hmm. also it's shorter, so yeah. Anime is just, like, rearranging some things a little bit and, and, and adding a few scenes. It's just, it's trying to give us themes. How else will we know them? I do like the fights that they added, I think, yeah. in this one. I do like... I mean, it, it makes the one fight ridiculous, like, how long it's drawn out. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like there were things that they could have done to make all those things, like, seem like they were happening at the same time or yeah. something like that. But, you know. It's I, I incredibly know. funny how they just make it seem like Gone was standing there for 20 minutes. Yeah, it's pretty good. I. But I like seeing Kilua kick ass again. Yeah, I do like, I do enjoy see, seeing Kilua just funny poke a rhino until he dies. Uh, I like when they show off with Kilua's like animation and fighting style and stuff. He's very cool. Very cool to watch run around. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I like to see him still no double team. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Thunderbolt, double team, vine whip, and whatever his claw ability is. Yeah, reach in and pull it out. Yeah, I just ripped it out. Yeah, ripped it out. <laughs> that's how it comes up in the move list. He doesn't rip it out anymore. He just kind of stabs. Yeah, he does just stab straight through a lot of the time. He needs to really work on the, I just pulled it out. Is that all we have for uh, incredibly different scenes? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was it was pretty similar in terms of, of manga to anime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Then we have a question. Sure. What are we going to do for our next segment? Are we heading to Greed Island or are we looking at all those gums? I, I could Not I could do a Hunterpedia. Yeah, let's get into that Hunterpedia. Yeah, okay. yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that we're a few episodes out from the ending of Greed Island, and we remember so many of those distinct and memorable characters oh, from sure Benson, uh let's <laughs> talk about Sesguera and Puhat. Mm. Uh, remember Puhat and his weird fucking chin? I really I do. I truly don't actually <laughs> how do you not remember I need, Puhat? I need to look up Puhat. oh I can't believe you forgot his weird fucking chin yeah it's coming oh there he is how could you forget the man he made no impact I mean <laughs> he kind of made a boom not to be rude but come on he kind of made a boom I mean yeah I like the scene where they uh <laughs> made a bit of an explosion they throw his head to the ground in a paper bag but you know <laughs> they just they're like here <laughs> Here's your precious princess. <laughs> you lost this. <laughs> <laughs> you missed your dog? <laughs> okay. I like his purple suit, too. I'll, I'll say that. What are we thinking with uh, Persona for Sesguera? Uh I'm thinking, like, a golden eagle or something. Something that is like, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a handsome bird. Yeah, something like regal and majestic, but probably doesn't do anything. But don't yeah. look at it head on, because then yeah. you'll start <laughs> don't, laughing. Don't look at it directly head on, or you're going to be like, that thing can't do anything. <laughs> that's when that's when you get Sesquare, who you're, he looks cool, he looks regal and tough, and then he does anything. You're like, come on, buddy. Come on, man. Um... Yeah, and then for for Digimon, I'm thinking Canon Bimon. Although, although to to be perfectly honest, I kind of want to go a level down and do the Bimon that's before Canon Bimon. Although I forget what the name of that is, I might just I, look it up it really Beemon? quick. It it might just be Bimon. I feel I like think it's, it's just Bimon. Fan Bimon. 
No, Fan Beamon is a little cute guy. Oh, I wouldn't I wouldn't put I wouldn't assign Fan Beamon to Sesquare. Then who is the level below Cannon Beamon? Are you looking at Honey Beamon? He came up when I oh, looked at Beamon. Oh, okay. Yeah, Waspmon. That's the yeah, one. Yeah, Waspmon. With that big old thorax. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of kind of an kind of an awkward looking dude. I don't know. I don't know. Again, I I, I feel like I talked about this. Be- yeah, I feel like I talked this about this before. I'm not getting like the strongest impression from a lot of these Greed Island characters, so it's just kind of like I wonder kind of just picking one. Yeah. Who who are we thinking for? Uh, who are we thinking for Pokemon? <clears throat> I'm thinking Zeraora, just kind of like a very designed Pokemon who I think they want me to care a lot about, but I <laughs> this uh, but, is but I the... don't really know anything about this man. That's exactly right. This is the once in a generation uh, extreme like furry bait Pokemon. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that they made specifically knowing weird DeviantArt was going to appear at this dude later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They knew that this Pokemon was fucking. Yeah, they made this guy and they're like, this guy fucks. Yeah, they made him look like he had sweatpants and everything. They gave him sweatpants. They gave him like kind of people hands. He's bipedal. He just looks like a guy. Mm -hmm. Extreme catboy face going on. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. not an animal. That's just a dude. (laughs) That's that's just a lad. Um, Yeah, yeah. That's me when I look at a lot of like, I hate to be that person who's like, a lot of these Pokemon are bipedal and I don't like it. I don't like looking at the ones that have human hands. I mean, he's That's got valid. paws at least. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking of Inteleon again and I get mad. <laughs> why does he have human hands? Why has he got them yelling? You know hands? why. You know what those hands are for. Why has he got them yelling hands? I mean, I am still mad. At, oh my God. He really does have yaoi hands. Yeah. He's a Tumblr sexy man. He really is. I'm kind of obsessed with Inteleon now. I like... Um. <laughs> Imagine you're just trying to enjoy your day and like your human sized pet walks up to you with his human hands and just puts a hand on your shoulder and is like, it's dinner time. <laughs> I hate to be the one to say it, but his fingers are very specifically shaped. Yeah. <laughs> like that's, <laughs> that's yeah. all I'm going to say. But yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Says where it gets Cesarora or however you say his name. Sure. Uh, now, now for Smash Pain, I'm I'm kind of thinking Captain Falcon. That was exactly yeah. what I was thinking. Uh huh. I. Lo- <laughs> this man is so nothing that all of us immediately are just like it's Captain Falcon. Just a fucker. <laughs> just a fucker. He's gonna use Falcon Punch a lot, and he's gonna miss every time. Yeah, you're gonna like hear Falcon Punch, Falcon Punch, Falcon Punch as soon That's as That's exactly like... right. Yeah, and he's yeah. gonna constantly be like, you wanna see how high I can Falcon kick? And you're gonna be like, God, he's doing it again. He's yeah. Doing it again. He's fucking doing it again. <laughs> and then Ness and Lucas are gonna jump past him, and he's gonna be, fuck. He's like, maybe I need to practice my fundamentals. It's true. Damn. It's fucking true. Damn, that's exactly true. right. Damn, it's true. Okay. So let let's talk about Puhat. Uh, for Persona, I'm I'm thinking, what's a what's an animal that gets famously decapitated? And I'm guess I'm thinking it's praying mantis. But are, are we assuming Puhat is that cool to get praying mantis? 
I've, yeah, praying mantis might be a little too cool for him. But like, I we don't know, need just, an animal that's just so just so nothing. Like, not to be mean hmm. to animals, but just something that's just so so whatever. I like a lot of animals, though. This I know a, that's the problem. This is a weird I, I, pull. I for was some definitely reason. like. I definitely felt a little bad about being rude to capybaras back in season three. <laughs> when when I when I made what's his name is persona a capybara. I don't even remember who that was. I can find it. Sure. You, it was it the was dude Dalzone. with the angular face. Yeah, Dalzone. Dalzone. Yeah, that fits though. Um, Dalzone. I'm getting a weird koala vibe because they're kind of normal looking. You know, you just see them and they're there. But mm-hmm. when you really learn about koalas, they're extremely useless. Like, extremely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, kind of actively trying to die. Just so specifically bred for their environment that they are completely useless when you put them anywhere else. Like, actively trying God to me die. though. <laughs> Is that too mean? Can we not make... <laughs> Can we not make poo out of koala, then? <laughs> I th- I think I think we need an animal that like thinks it's cooler than it is, you know. Uh, hmm, that's interesting. An animal that thinks it's cooler than it uh, is. You see, because a then my, my problem is when Ooh. I think about an animal that thinks it's cooler than it is, I think like, oh yeah, probably like a lion because they think they're hot shit, but they ain't shit. Lions are the shit though no they ain't shit. lions are pretty cool i think i i they do like shit. the suggestion of rooster i can i can see that immediately oh <laughs> uh, we're sending him as a roosters rooster. definitely think they're hot shit and they're just like little stupid assholes yeah yeah roosters are fuckers chickens in general but i especially like to go for rooster because they're just that yeah. extra level of you literally keep them around for one purpose then it's disgusting <laughs> <laughs> my grandma once had a rooster and that little fucker tried to kill me every day yeah every yeah, time they're, they're so mean and for what <laughs> every time i would turn my back i would just hear like a bunch of scampering and i would turn around and he was just like charging at me <laughs> i had to carry like a five foot stick around just to keep him away from me they have sharp claws they're rude their feet are disgusting so you're bound to get something infected if they touch you uh-huh just disease ridden monsters so poohot yeah, poo hot. Okay. <laughs> Do you think he ran around when his head got cut off? Ooh, yes. Ooh. I didn't even think of that, but yes. Yes. Do you think they like blew his head off and then he just started like flailing around there for a second? They're like, what the fuck is going on? Jesus Christ. They're like, oh. <laughs> they gave him the same look that Kite gave going when he was crushing the armadillo. Just like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I miss Genthrough. Right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Genthru and his husbands definitely just sort of like shared a look and just all agreed not to acknowledge. Yeah. The... <laughs> Let's just wait for him to stop. We'll never speak yeah. of this ever again. Uh, so for Puhat's Digimon partner, I'm thinking Insekimon. Oh, I it to... is. It, it's it's like a Goatsumon, but very shiny and inexplicably more powerful. I like that if a Goatsumon levels up twice, it just doesn't change its appearance at all. It just gets uh, it 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 it, it just gets a palette swap. And oh yeah, it looks kind of stupider. This is the dude who every time I see him in a uh, 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 Cyber Sleuth, I just get a little disappointed. 
I like, I yeah. like, I evolve my Digimon and I see this dude again, and I'm just kind of like, you again? See, I yeah. haven't, <laughs> just, I haven't played enough to use this guy. I'm weirdly loving him and his little no, he's tiny fun. face vibe. So, but I do like him for Puha because he's just sort of like blank faced and there. Yeah, <laughs> he's fun. It's just like when you evolve a Digimon and you get what looks to be the same Digimon just palette swapped. I just go, you again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you doing here? In Sekimon, we thought you died. Hey, dude, I thought you died. <laughs> uh, for for his Pokemon partner, is definitely got to be Seismitoad, right? Yeah. They have the same chin. Yeah. it's That was that was a completely chin-based decision. The unfortunate part is I do kind of like Seismitoad. I just kind of like what a fucker he is. Seismitoad looks like some mischief. He looks like a he, fucker. He is a really nasty man. <laughs> he looks just like an asshole. Just like a, just, just a huge dick. He looks like he can get away with everything he wants and he knows it. Like. He, he, he definitely does not like respect your personal space. Yes. <laughs> no, absolutely not. And you know, he's weirdly slimy. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, oh, you know, yeah. he doesn't respect that space and he, you're just always covered in some kind of goo. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's a funny man. You check him out at the grocery store, he is going to touch both of your hands somehow. <laughs> he's going to... <laughs> what a specific criticism. I... But so vivid. <laughs> Just such a perfect idea of who Seismitote is as a person. <laughs> changed me <laughs> i'm just like why do you have to touch my hands just take the change grab your own bag go away <laughs> and that's size of a toad to me i look at him and i know he's gonna give me that creepy look and he's going to grab my hand with the change and grab my hand with the bag and he's going to be Oof. slimy <laughs> that's rough uh. <laughs> uh what's what's puhat's smash man Sorry, my brain completely blanked thinking about that seismitone comparison. Give me a second. I have to reset. This is also okay. a chin-based decision, but I just want to say Lucas. Hmm. Mm. I was kind of thinking so Lucas, Lucas for though. his grab because Lu Lucas oh, yeah? does, he just throws a, a rubber snake at you as his grab. And that kind of has a weird energy that I feel like <laughs> sort of fits. I did so mean to Lucas. It, it is a Why little bit. Why would you bit. pair him up with Puhat? <laughs> Listen, Puhat can have one cool thing. <laughs> His smash main kind of fucks. Yeah, but also we all agree that, like, Lucas doesn't play as well as Ness. Oh, we all agree that. We all must agree. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, he's really into Lucas and no one's sure why because, like, he could just play Ness and have, like, a yeah. much better game going. But you, he's like, you no, could, Lucas yeah. is my boy. You could just have a PK fire that stun locks and yo-yo smashes, but you would choose the option that does not. Right? You would choose just a little guy who is kind of fucked up. Mm-hmm. Just a funny little guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like that fits. I don't know. I'm going to be thinking about this goddamn seismitoad comparison <laughs> all night. <laughs> it's so vivid in my mind. Thank you. <laughs> Just the idea of him somehow <laughs> touching both your hands in one interaction. No matter how hard you're trying to keep them away, he seems to find a way. 
Uh, I'm glad I'm glad Hunterpedia is back. This is a good segment. Holy yeah, right? shit. <laughs> oh, the change he gives. He, he only insists on paying in cash and all his change is just weirdly wet. Just weirdly yes. damp. <laughs> uh-huh. He's going to reach into a coin. He's going to give you bills from if he's wearing a shirt and he's got a boom pocket. And he's going to take the, the cash out he of there. He keeps it in one of his fucking weird pockets of skin he has. Have you seen Seismitoad? Yeah, no. He's he's basically pulling it out of his bra. And then he's <laughs> going to pull out a separate change purse. And he's going to meticulously count out wrong change and give it to you. And place it directly into the palm of your hand. God, that that is his energy. <laughs> this dude deserves to be banned from every store. <laughs> I love this fucker so much. <laughs> He's so awful. He is. I. There's some things that are just peak yeah. character design and you hate them. And you look at him and you're like, I love you. But also, oh my God. They somehow created the worst <laughs> frog possible. <laughs> They somehow said, what if I made a frog so viscerally unpleasant to be around? Yeah. That's exactly right. And that's Pooh What if, mm-hmm. what if yeah. we took the perfectly good concept of frog and fucked it up, and that's Seismitoad? So do you think the frogman in this episode is more Seismitoad, or is he more like Polyworld? Mm-hmm. He definitely gave me yeah, world vibes. Definitely. I mean, he is a chimera ant. They're trying to take over Definitely the world more of a funky little guy. I think he's guy. just like a chill frog. Yeah. Definitely more of a funky little guy and not like yeah. this fucker. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. His eyes remind me more of him, too. Yeah, Polyworld's eyes are far apart. Seismitoad's very distinct <laughs> eyes are haunting me a little. Seismitoad's <laughs> very centered eyes like a predator. Yeah, and he's got those huge, like bulb things right on top of them so they're always like he's looking at you like the, the yeah like, he's always giving you that weird look every time you look at him you're like stop it yeah he's giving you the halo mama guys eyes. i have i have some unfortunate news to report seismitoad is 411 yeah he's, <laughs> he's a dude genuine person <laughs> he's a dude <laughs> So what do you think is more unpleasant? And this is just me being like me hating like uh, Pokemon frogs. Sure. What do you think is more important? Seismitoad and his weird fucking vibes? Uh Uh-huh. Or Greninja and the fact that he wraps his tongue around his neck? Greninja is definitely better. I hate Greninja. I don't like the idea that he knows what the back of his neck tastes like. (laughs) I love Greninja and his weird tongue. I I, I viscerally do not like Greninja. I mean, yeah. I I don't hate the way Greninja looks just on principle, but knowing that that is his tongue does kind of ruin it for me. Yeah. Do you know what Do you know what the back of your neck tastes like? I mean, I get annoyed. Greninja like, can find out for you. I mean, well. Anyways. <laughs> That must be really annoying. Like, I mean, it's not just the back of his neck. It's flopping around all the time. Like, He's tasting everything out everything there. Everything in the world. Some guy farts near him and he's just like <laughs> slurping <laughs> it up. Size platoon farts near him and two genders 
shit. Yeah. <laughs> I just need to get that out of my system. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The, the Greenwich tongue thing bothering you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I ever, once again, I will, I will once again wrap a, um, uh, Champs in the Making for their one comparison of Greninja, just straight up being like, hey, do you want to know what the back of your neck tastes like? Because <laughs> Greninja knows what the back of his tastes like. I have not stopped thinking about it. <laughs> okay. Are we done? Is that all we got for today? I think I think that's about it. What are our plugs? Uh, you can find the podcast at GoneWellHunting at Twitter.com. You can find me at GrooveAndGastly at Twitter.com. And you can find our email at GoneWellHunting at Gmail. And you can find the show's Tumblr on um, GoNXWillXHunting. You can find me also. I'm on Dankus McDonald. And you can find me on Twitter at Sky underscore Bird 36. I am not on social media because it is hell to me. I am on FurAffinity.net where my username is SpaceRobot, and you can go check out my gallery, or maybe commission some furry art for me. I probably would not draw a seismitoad for you, if I'm being honest. Damn. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) I feel like you headed me off of the pass there. Devin was about to commission some Greninja seismitoad. Getting on fur affinity right now, just like, here's my reference sheet, sends you a picture of seismitoad. (laughs) Horrible. Draw this funny I, little guy. I don't want to draw that many lumps. <laughs> draw, <laughs> draw this funny little guy in a bread aisle. <laughs> the bread is also lumpy for some reason. <laughs> the bread is slimy. <laughs> yeah. He's praying for it with exact yeah. change. <laughs> yeah, he's being checked out, but it's all bread, and he somehow <laughs> is paying with exact change. Oh. He refuses to go to self-checkout. Yeah. He wants some person to check him out. <laughs> yeah, the self-checkout is right there, and he's just walking all the way to a human being. He needs <laughs> that genuine directly. human connection, apparently. He's staring directly at you the entire time. Yes. <laughs> With those fucking eyes. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's definitely, like, checking, roast just sort of, like... Just paying close attention to see if you've noticed all the bread in your in his cart, and you definitely <laughs> noticed it because you're the one who fucking rang it up. But he's like, but he he definitely yeah, wants you to like, ask about it. That's just kind of the energy you're getting. Yeah, yeah, he's checking out all of this bread, and it's like a weird power play where he's just <laughs> staring you down, and you're like, I'm not gonna mention it. We're not gonna have this conversation, and he's just like staring you down, and you're like, now I can't say anything to this guy at all because if I say anything, he's gonna talk to me about his mm-hmm. fucking bread. <laughs> I love this comedy roast we had of Seismitoad. Yeah, on our Hunter Hunter podcast. <laughs> I love how we've just ripped this man apart because he reminds <laughs> us of Puhat. <laughs> Yeah, this subtle roast of Puha where we're like, what is the worst guy? <laughs> Especially because in our episode where Puha was introduced, I think we were pretty happy about him. And we were like, what a funny man. He's funny. I bet he's funny in the way Seismitoad is, where you're like, this is great character design of a guy that I don't care about. <laughs> this is a great character design of a guy who I instinctively hate. <laughs> of a guy who I instinctively will call the police when I see him. <laughs> we, we've become so hostile. Well, 
I made a horrible mistake and I started scrolling through the uh, the uh, Google image results. Oh no, don't do that. I have found, yep, I have found some Seismitoad uh, Greninja smut. Sick. Don't ever Google. Wow. So, wow. Yeah, don't Google anything ever if you value your uh, Yeah, sanity. never scroll. My predictions came true. Never Google, never, never scroll, scroll through scroll. your results. Never look for anything on Google. Someone out there has cursed this world. Well, my prediction already came true. So at our listeners, do not send commissions to keep. <laughs> send commissions to keep, but do not send commissions of Greninja and Seismitoad to keep. Listeners, wink. Do not send commissions, wink, of Seismitoad, wink, wink, to keep. <laughs> wink. Seismitoad Greninja has already been fulfilled. We don't need more in the world. I would like to update my roster of uh, a Sonic uh, uh, Suicide Squad characters. So obviously Dr. Starline mm-hmm. is in. Yes. Obviously the two funny skunk brothers are in. Shadow mm-hmm. is in there for some reason. Uh, Kilo like Zoldic. To, yeah, Kilo Zoldic is in there. I shall now include Seismitoad for just the rancid vibes he adds Oof. to the group. Yeah, for the psych factor. Yeah, for the psych out factor. He's just in the background. You never, you know, he's just standing there. He's the character who all the others are like, I don't want to interact with that sicko. I can't believe I'm on a team with that sicko. He's your Hisika. Yeah, you know, except not a pedophile, I hope. Yeah. Yeah. Just extremely creepy. Just in the background, just heavy (laughs) breathing. Just bad vibes. (laughs) That's exactly right. Okay, well, we've done our plugs, so. Yeah, no matter where in the room he is, it feels like he's standing directly (laughs) behind you. (laughs) Oof. Like, you can just feel him on the back of your neck, and you're just like, dude. I can't believe Seismitoad is holding this podcast hostage right <laughs> That's now. That's why Greninja is is always licking the back of their neck. It's because they don't want those <laughs> Seismitoad vibes touching them there. They're, they're trying That's to exactly detect for right. Seismitoad. <laughs> Maybe Greninja doesn't like his neck being touched, so he's always touching yeah. it. He's with always his tongue. guarding his neck with his tongue. That's exactly right. Oh, uh, well. Maybe... Go and bye, everybody. I can't. I can't. (laughs) Go and bye. I can't sign off from that. (laughs) Oh, my God. Pay with a credit card like a normal person.